Welcome to John Wayne Lied to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me. Oh, this old desert rat turned out a desert trash. That's right, John Wayne, here I am in the Neon Palace of Sin, downtown Las Vegas, Nevada, where I reside. And I am so happy to be here. Thank you all for joining me for another episode. I appreciate it so, so, so much. Uh, Of course, I am here with my uh, nice, uh, hot, piping hot cup of black coffee, and I'm drinking it. And without fail, you know I gotta have it. You know I need it, baby. I need it. No, I've got a nice big green bowl of grandpappy medicine here. Uh, that's my old smokable weed. That's right. Uh, today, of course, I um, this morning on my little errand run, I stopped uh, at my uh, favorite local dispensary. Shouts out to you, Oasis, here in downtown Vegas. <clears throat> I had to get, uh, I got a couple of things, but what I'm smoking right now for you at the show here. I almost knocked the whole pipe over there, everyone. That would have been awesome. Uh, this is, uh, the, this strain is called Mac. M-A-C. Uh, and it is very tasty and very delicious. And we're sitting right here at 22% THC. And this is from uh, the brand Stizzy, which I've spoken about before on the podcast. Uh, I do like Stizzy stuff. It's always pretty darn good. And they also have the awesome infused uh, badass uh, blunt pre-rolls that are like a million percent because they're like dipped in wax and boon rocks and shake and keef and queef and buxy and muxy and uh, truxy and twos they're all there uh for that but this is good because i got actually got a couple of strains of stizzy there today and uh, i the good people at stizzy i guess included in the deal i had a free pre-roll and that's a nice and that's a special thing, a special thing to have a free pre-roll. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, as you could tell, this is doing its job. Uh, whoa. See, I'm doing doing a lot of good here. So let's get a little get it in there for you here. Delicious. So. Anyway, that's it. Welcome to the show, everyone. Thank you again so much for tuning in, especially if you're new to the show. If I just met you maybe recently at a show or convention, thank you for checking it out. Um, Big, big things happening. Great uh, show here today and a lot of things to talk about. Uh, Of course, I just returned from Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, Got in uh, late Sunday evening. It wasn't too late, but you know, <clears throat> Quick jaunt out there and back for the weekend as uh, Scarlett and I uh, were at uh, Mad Monster Party in Phoenix, which is actually it's Arizona because it's in Glendale, not not uh, Phoenix, but those are adjacent. I don't know. Uh, I think they're close to each other. Oh, I had to wash that down. But anyway, uh, it was great, and we're going to, of course, talk all about that in the um, – <clears throat> recap portion of the show here in the second half uh there was i did i, I want to say there's an awesome awesome podcast that was recorded there at the convention and it will be out next week it just needs a, an editor's touch if you will a lot of stuff going on in that one but but i'll talk about that more later on in the show but if you just in case some people are like listening and thinking this is going to be that particular show where we're all in the room together 
Uh, no, it is not. That one will be out next week. Like I said, I've got to go through that one and just clean it up a little bit and make sure it sounds all good for people to listen to. So uh, that is uh, that's coming, and that's. It's going to be a good one, boy, i tell you what. Uh, so anyway, shouts out to all of my Patreon people. Uh, I cannot express all, all the thanks, gratitude, appreciation to all of you. Thank you so, so much. Uh, shout, special shouts out to Angie, uh, new member, an awesome, awesome friend, uh, amazing person. Thank you so much, Angie. Uh, please check out my Patreon uh, if you'd like to get a little extra from me and uh, maybe throw me a little extra support. I certainly would appreciate it. Check it out, patreon.com slash Dead, or go to johnwayneisdead.com, hit that Patreon link right there, and it'll take you right to it. Uh, select from the various tiers I have available. Uh, get all kinds of cool ass things like exclusive uh, videos of me performing, doing readings all over the country, uh, playing music. I put new John Wayne is Dead songs up there for for my Patreon people to listen to. Uh, stories every month, new stories, things that aren't aren't out yet or, or will be coming out soon. All kinds of exclusive, exclusive stuff. Uh, but I appreciate any and all support. So also with any tier that you sign up for, you have access to the awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast, uh, which is available there on my Patreon 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 wall. There's over 120 episodes uh, for you to uh, listen to and get caught up, and uh, I talk to amazing, amazing artists that I meet from all over the country in those shows. I have great conversations. I learn a lot, and it's always um, a lot of uh, fun. So, I uh, I heartily enjoy doing that show. So uh, if you'd like to subscribe, check it out. I think that you will <clears throat> enjoy it. Enjoy it. So anyway, patreon.com slash johnwinisdead or go to johnwinisdead.com and hit the Patreon link. If you listened to the show last week, I announced uh, that my Splatter Western, All of Your Dreams Will Come True When You're Dead, from Death Said Press, will be out September 21st. There is uh, already pre-order links up on Amazon and uh, probably through the Death Said Press website, so you can check those out there, and I, I will be posting those somewhere as well. But you can pre-order it right now. September 21st is the release date, and uh, I gotta tell you guys, I'm getting... Um, the cover uh, art back from Justin Coons, the uh, artist who has done all of the Splatter Western, uh, the whole entire series covers. So they they all have the maintain the same style and look throughout. He's sending me, you know, uh, his progress on my cover, and it's it's pretty bad ass, I have to say. Uh, I am super stoked on it, and uh, it's exciting. So check that out. Of course, uh, I also announced. Uh, but I've been announcing this. My uh, short story collection, The Curse Collection, uh, from Oddness Press, comes out October 31st. That's Halloween. Oh, that's right, Halloween. And uh, it'll be out then, so you can check that out. And then uh, my book from Thunderstorm, uh, Electric City Neon Infection, should be out in December, uh, I believe. So let's keep that. We'll keep we'll keep looking on that. But those are a lot of good things coming on the horizon. Also, like I've been talking to you guys about the John Wynn is Dead record, the new record. Uh, I've been getting all the mixes and I got a mix over this past weekend while I was in Arizona. Very cool. Um, very haunting sound to this one song. And I'm super, super stoked on that as well. I, I can't wait uh, to get this new music out there, to get these new books out there. Um, but I'm Super into, you know, just it gets I'm excited right now. There's a lot of things happening, but I'm chomping at the bit with excitement. Uh, but it's kind of like a hurry up and wait situation. So it's kind of it's a test on my patience for sure. 
because I'm I'm really saying, you know, I'm like, man, come on, what else can I do? I'm like, I feel like I'm spinning my wheels, even though I know I'm not. It's just, it's just, uh, it's it's uh, just the waiting is the hardest part, as they say. So uh, I'm very, very excited. And again, with the new music and the new books, all that coming out, I uh, got some performances coming up. I am at, at Artifice here in downtown Las Vegas. Uh, on September 27th, so uh, you could all, everyone, just come to Vegas that day. Uh, you'll already have your your Splatter Western, your your copies of All Your Dreams Will Come True When You're Dead that you pre-ordered, got them on the 21st. You shot out, shoot on out to Vegas, the 27th of September, and uh, it's a free show, and I'll sign all your books, and oh man, we'll just have a great time. Uh, but no, that's going to be a great show. I'm also, uh, for my my Houston homies, my, my my homies and my peeps back home in Houston, H-Town, Dirty Third, Third, Sh- Third Coast, shouts out! Uh, I will be there in August, uh, the second weekend in August, whatever that is, the 10th, 11th, something like that. Um... <clears throat> TBA, I am, there will be a performance that weekend at some point, at some place, and I will let you know as soon as I have that solidified. But of course, if you're uh, following me at John Wayne is Dead on all my socials, or, you know, you just go to the johnwayneisdead.com page, all the dates go right on up there uh, on the shows section of that page. So uh, I'm looking forward to, to, to being in Houston and playing. It's going to be really rad because it's the same weekend that I'll be there for the Houston Horror Film Festival. Uh, so I'll be, you know, slinging books during the day and, uh, breaking guitars and hearts during the night. Boy, you know. So, uh, yeah, a lot of cool, cool things happening. Always busy round yonder. These here parts, uh, as well. Now I'm trying to think, um, what, what went on last week? Anything, uh, what what was this? Fourth of July, right? We went to a pool party. We already talked about all that. Um, but you know, we, uh, really last week was just getting ready for the convention, um, re-upping on some stuff, getting my shit together and, uh, chilling. I started to play a new game. It's not a new game, but it's a newer game for me. Um, you know, I, I, on my Nintendo switch, uh, long time listeners know I, I not a huge gamer, uh, by any stretch, but I, I have, uh, become an appreciator of some video games as of late. And I do like the Switch because I like to, you know, the portability of it and you can play it on your TV if you want or whatever. But I know this game is not a new game, but like I said, uh, it's new, newer to me. I haven't played it before, but it's called Darkest Dungeon, uh, I believe. And it is hard as hell, but it's supposed to be, it is known for being really hard and difficult. Um, it's a turn-based role-playing game, uh, but you, you have to, like, you're, People just die all the time, and they get scared. Like, all these things happening with your characters that uh, that affect their performance. Like, <clears throat> they can get stressed out. If they get too stressed out, then they get a test of faith or something, and, like, they can become uh, selfish, and then they won't fight, or, or they'll be, like, masochistic, and they'll just try to take damage because they think they like it now. And um, a lot of them, a lot of my characters... I would probably say the majority of my characters have died from heart attacks and not on the battlefield because this is real. They get too stressed out and they can like if their if their energy, I guess, is a little low or whatever, they can have a heart attack and die in the middle of like a battle. So, it, so there's all these fucking things. And like if they get too pissed off during like a quest, they won't. Like I said, they just won't fight. They'll just pass their turn every time. Uh, they won't. It's it's uh, but. But it, like at first I got it, I was like, oh, I'll try, I'll try this, because you know I like to cruise through the old Switch, uh, 
deals section sometimes, and you know it was on sale, so I was like, ah, I'll pick this up, give it a whirl. Very hard. I remember even before I bought it that somebody had already told me, maybe Michael Allen Rose, shouts out to you, my friend, uh, avid gamer, very, very good, knowledgeable of games. I believe he told me uh, that that was a hard one when I was asking him for role-playing game suggestions, and he was right, it's hard, but... I played it, I was, I, I, like, last night I played it for a little bit, and I finally, like, it l- locked in, where I was like, okay, I think I get how this whole thing works, and uh, it's been, it's been a lot of fun, it's been a lot of fun since I played that game, it's, uh, it's challenging, and it's, it's, it, you know, I like, like I was telling, I think I talked before, I was playing Diablo 3 on my Switch while I was out of town a few weeks ago, and that's a cool-ass role-playing game, it's more like, it's not turn-based, it's all, like, you know, action-fighting, uh, but it's, uh, it's satisfying to be able to like kill a bunch of things and you get your character built up really fast and you get all these powers. Uh, but this one is like none of that. If, and if, plus if your person dies, they're just like dead. They don't get to come back. You don't get to resurrect them. They're just in the graveyard in town dead. And you have to like always constantly recruit new people from like the, you know, stagecoach of heroes that are coming into town. I don't know. I'm, it's, it's a lot of fun for me. I'm having a, um, a lot of fun with that. So uh, that was what I was doing. And uh, <clears throat> working on uh, writing-wise, I completed, I think I was talking to you guys about how I was writing this collection that's like, that is, co- it's like a collection, but it's really a, a narrative all the way through, uh, just kind of broken down like in story, like it presented in as such. And um, it's very cool. I, I've gone through it, been doing all these revisions uh, and edits and such, and I am actually uh, presenting it, or I'm you know, having a meeting with an editor this uh, coming week, and uh, seeing, you know, seeing we get that thing placed somewhere, and it's very exci- I'm very excited about it. I, I it, it turned out really well, and uh, I had fun doing it, injecting a lot of my personal experience, and then, you know, uh, pumping them up, pumping some of them up on steroids with a little good old-fashioned craziness, and uh, and the devil, but it's uh, it's a lot of fun, so uh, tentatively called Toured to Death, check it out, uh, or whenever, who knows, it's, it's you know, uh, we'll see what happens with it, but I will be keeping you guys posted, and it's, it's a lot of fun, so <clears throat> I think uh, that brings us to, we'll just move right along uh, here, moving right along, because... You know, all Mac, this whole Mac day, whatever this is, this Mac strain, pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Yeah, I'm looking, just reading the back there. Okay, so uh, I think we'll move on to our card of the day reading today. Um, so as you know or do not know, I I uh, do a card of the day reading here on the show uh, where I just kind of, you know, focus a little bit on, you know, write down like the things that are going on with me, what my thoughts are, things like that. Uh, I picked you know, my card of the day every single day, and uh, I display it there on my uh, store, my Instagram story, at John Wayne is Dead, again, um, and I, I use the tarot deck that I drew that is out right now and available, the John Wayne is Dead tarot skeleton deck, um, based on the Rider Waite deck, <clears throat> is available there on my my website, johnwayneisdead.com, and plus I do have these at the booth at my table uh, if I see you out on the road. Now, this morning, I uh, if you if you are listening to this, you know as it comes out, and and you'll see, I the card of the day today on my um, story was uh, the five of pentacles. But we just got that here on the show maybe maybe a few episodes ago. So I was like, ah, 
I, I, you know, I, I took that into account, but then I, I did draw another card that I would like to have as our card of the day here for the show. And um, I did that. And this card we have, the card of the day is the star, the star. That's right. So <clears throat> the star, the image, if you're unfamiliar, it has, uh, you know, the person on the on the card is down on one knee uh, in front of a, a small little body of water, and they're pouring water back in to the water and flowing it through and then pouring it also out of another jug that they're um, holding in their other hand. They have one foot on the ground, the dry ground, and their other foot is in the water, and uh, there are stars in the sky behind them. And um, anyway, <clears throat> so uh, I like this card. This is a great card. This this. In the deck itself, this is a card that follows the tower, which um, we know if if uh, if we're familiar with the tower, uh, it is not not the best card in the deck. You know, it's it's when kind of everything comes crumbling down, uh, whether, you know, we want it to or not. And we're kind of like very powerless to do that. And it's kind of like a shitty time. It can, you know, come just represent a, a hard time or a uh, fall from grace or whatever. So, but with the star, you know what, man, it's, it's, it's the day after it's, it's the upswing from that, you know, we're, we're getting finally like a, a small reprieve, uh, in, in, you know, sometimes it may seem like a sp- small thing, but it's coming at, at a time of turmoil, a time of, uh, downward trajectory. And now we're getting that, you know what we can do, we can get back up. Everything's fine. We're coming. We're on the come up. That's over. That's behind us. Um, you know, we we may feel like we've been. You know, we just been pre- pretty much run through the ringer. Just had everything thrown at us. We're getting a lot of challenges. Whatever, maybe in in work or uh, in your personal life or in the projects you're working on or whatever it may be. It seems probably just we're coming off of a period when it just was one thing after another after another after another roadblocks challenges. Uh, runarounds, whatever it is, and we're coming out of that. You know, the stars are here. We're 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 getting out of that. We're reconnecting to what we are truly all about, and we're pushing away all these things now. Like kind of seeing the light a little bit, and developing a, a new appreciation for what for what we're doing for whatever all these these issues we're coming with like i said if it is our job our relationship projects art performance whatever it is um <clears throat> we're coming out of all those issues now and and you know don't never discount like i always say that knowledge that we get from uh from going through hard times from going through challenges we you know, it's so important to take those lessons to heart and remember them because now we're going to be able to see them coming and keep, uh, you know, either keep ourselves from from having to go through those at all or, you know, we'll, we know how to navigate these situations now so we can use that pa- that past knowledge to do so and get through them faster. But, you know, it's, it's all, it, you know, it's always, there's always something that you can take away from every uh, bit of, challenges that you go through i believe to help you minimize your challenges in the future so at time like with the star the star represents you know a time of we're we're being <clears throat> blessed you know the the universe is like kind of looking down and smiling on us uh we feel probably the 
more calm, most calm and at peace than as we felt in, in maybe uh, a little a little bit, like a minute possibly. Um, and, and we're just kind of like reaching a point of understanding with ourselves, with things around us, uh, looking at our own growth and maybe like even the growth that we got out of coming out of this situation. And we're really kind of thinking like, you know what? And any, I can do anything. Like I just came through all that shit. I can do it, you know? And, and you can, you know, the, the, it, the time is right for that, for you right now, this moment, there's a lot of good energy flowing around. Uh, you're, you're hopeful, you're feeling better about yourself and your surroundings and your life. And, you know, now's the time to, to, for lack of a better word, you know, do it like that magic is there grasp that that energy and make it work for you you know um whatever however that may be whatever your station is or whatever you're you're trying to accomplish the the energy that's coming around you right now you're you're feeling it you feel good use that use that confidence use that knowledge use that energy um and and take that first step or the, the last step or whatever the step, you know, whatever, wherever you are in what you're doing, um, is it's the time. Now's the time we're coming out of the bad times. We, we don't have those limiting beliefs anymore. We're not letting ourselves fall into the, the, uh, negative cycle and of, of thoughts that even like the little ones, they just start piling up, piling up, piling up. We've, we've bashed that away. We're not on that, that ride anymore. We're, we're, we realize that we're better than that. We've, we've grown from it and we don't want to go back to it. So um, now's the time to take that step out of that and, and use this great flow of flow of positive energy of, of, of can uh, this, this energy is for doing something with. So let's grab a hold of that right now and, uh, and make it work for us. So that is the star, ladies and gentlemen, um, our card of the day. Uh, I hope you got something out of that. I know I did. Uh, please, like I said, if you'd like, if you're interested in tarot or, or collecting tarot decks or maybe picking up a new one, uh, I have my John Wayne is Dead tarot Skella deck there on johnwayneisdead.com. You can check that out and uh, and give it a whirl. So moving right along, um, <clears throat> just going to say it, just put it out there. Corey Hotline, really, really lonely. Um, Corey Hotline is, of course, the number you can call anytime, day or night, night or day. And leave a message for the show. I will answer questions or you know comments, whatever it may be. We'll play your message here on the show. Um, that number is 832-930-1347. Uh, 832-930-1347. You can call, leave me, a, leave me a voice message. You can even text that number if you are a little uh, pee shy about being on the phone with your voice or whatever uh, you're, you're doing. You can text the number 832-930-1347. Just make sure you tell me who you are in the text. Tell me your name, and uh, I can. I'd be happy to read those for for those of people those people who don't want to hear themselves or uh, just uh, are nervous. You know, I don't know. You know, a lot of people tell me like they don't want to call because they're nervous, and uh, they're leaving a message. But I guess like in the in the future, it's like gonna be played in the future. I don't know. It's it's. It's all gravy, baby. We're cool, man. You don't have to get on there and, you know, be all old blue eyes, flank, flanky, Frankie or flanky Sinatra. We don't need a performance, you know, to ask a question or a comment. That's all. You know, you be yourself, but I understand if you don't want to. 832-930-1347. Please call. Dear God, somebody, please call. I, I just, I, I need that validation 
just please somebody, even even a a, a prank crank call. I'm happy to to field those. Uh, thank you so much. No, um, <clears throat> so Corey Hotline's been like I said, a little lonely, but that's okay. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Everything comes back around, and the Corys will rise again uh, through the hotline and all the other things they do. So, um, like I was saying earlier in the show, I just got back from Phoenix or, or Glendale, as they say. Um, I don't know what that means, but I was in Arizona for Mad Monster Party, uh, and what a time it was. And of course, I'm going to tell you all about it right now. So, Mad Monster Party, Glendale, Arizona, 2023. I am freshly returned from that, as I uh, as I said earlier. Um, so, uh, you a lot of you know Mad Monster Party, one of my favorites. They they do one in North Carolina and in Arizona, and now bah, 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 they uh, have announced a fourth, a third one that they are doing in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, that's going to be in November. Unfortunately, I'm already committed for that weekend. But the next time, you know, we'll see what happens next year. But uh, Mad Monster Party, awesome, awesome show. <clears throat> of course, uh, the great and powerful, wonderful, uh, amazing Joe Ripple, now uh, part of the staff there and a part of making it happen. So, uh, of course, and, and shouts out to my man, uh, Chris Cordy who holds it down there on the floor and makes that shit happen. Uh, it is a big con. There's a lot of moving pieces, but one I, I like quite a bit. So uh, this past Friday morning, so since this is actually kind of cool, because since uh, Arizona is, you know, this Phoenix, Glendale, it's they're, they're right by each other. It, it's like a four hour and 15 minute drive from uh, the old Neon Palace of Sin here in Vegas. So that's, you know, an easy drive for me. You know, you guys know I drive quite a bit in far distances. So when it's like four hours, I'll sleep my way there, which is pretty much like I didn't sleep, of course. Uh, But it's it's just uh, it's when you're used to driving if you're you know a minimum of 12 to 15 hours a day when you're on one of these trips sometimes longer uh because I'm a maniac a 4 hour and change trip is just nothing it just seems like nothing and and it was an easy easy drive uh out there of course uh we loaded up the old war wagon uh scarlet the lovely scarlet and bony and myself if you listened last week uh when scarlet was on and she talked about how you know with not being a uh, remote not working remote anymore. She's not able to go to all the shows like like she was last year. But this one, she was able to make it work, especially because it's so close. So she was able to go to this one, and it was awesome uh, to have her there. So we all loaded up Friday morning and hit the road. Honestly, even like <clears throat> I can't believe this happened. Like thirty minutes earlier than my initial like departure time, uh, which you know I was like. Scarlet asked what time I wanted to leave, and I was like, ah, let's leave by 7.30-ish, something like that. I think seven. I think I said 7.30 or 7-something, uh, like that, 7.15. But I ended up getting up kind of like right, like early, like at 5, getting my shit was already ready, packed, boom, I just got shit arranged in the car, got the rest of the stuff put up, and Scarlet was up and going, and man, we, I think we got on the road by like 6.45, which was awesome. Um like I said, easy drive out there, and, and we just shot straight out there. And uh, like I, I've done this convention several times before now, so it's it's the hotel's really nice. It's 
uh, directly across the street from the uh, football stadium where the Arizona Cardinals play, uh, which I, I, I think is cool because I like stadiums and stuff, but uh, not football season, so not a lot of things going on over there. It's uh, one thing I will say, hot. It is hot. Uh, it's hot everywhere. Uh, there's a heat wave out there, but God damn, man, you already know that Arizona is supposed to be hot. It's a desert just like Vegas is, but Jesus Christ, is it? It was hot. But, oh, oh, well. We had Boney's new little shoes on, his boots, so uh, his feet were taken care of, pampered, and uh, feeling fine. No heat for him on his little toesies. We uh, we cruised into town, you know, we got, we went right to the host hotel, which we weren't staying at this time. Um, got in there, got to see, you know, see friends, say hi, uh, hugs, kisses, all, all around, but uh, got loaded in, it, 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 it was, oh man, I found the primo primo parking like around the back they have this whole back part of the um of the like convention area of the hotel blocked off i I mean there's no gates you can't get in there i think they use it mostly for like valet sometimes but you can still get like a ticket at the gate and go through that that particular entrance and then it puts you right by the doors oh i was so fucking stoked on that it was right by the doors to load my shit in um, took my little wagon right up those little right up the little ramp and I was right there dude like it's just you know the ease ease of loading in and out is something you don't think about too much but it's so important and especially if you guys listen to you know longtime listeners or you know you'll know the last time when we were just in Arizona and Phoenix for Phoenix fan fusion great convention at the convention center downtown beautiful everything's great but loading in and out wow what a pain in the dick such a such a process so the ease of loading in and out is just like wow this is great this is like christmas morning for me uh but we got everything in there and set up and it was my you know easy easy peasy <clears throat> and uh then but it was still like ass early like it was like 11 or no it was just noon when we finished like we're getting in the car it's like straight up noon and we're staying down the street at a different hotel and i was like man you think they'll let us check in early um because it was that's pretty early like i was like that's straight up noon man i don't know but we you know we called and uh wouldn't you know it they let us check in early no extra charge it was it just everything was coming up millhouse that you know for us so we got to just get into our room and clean up and you know kind of unwind take our time getting ready before we had to be back down there and the drive back like back and forth was just a straight shot um like seven to nine minute drive it was really easy so we weren't like sweating like oh man traffic is gonna happen no i mean even if traffic happened it adds like three minutes to the drive which it was it was great so we got ready we cruised on down there um friday night was uh was good man it was you know the guests the big guests there were uh robert england of course mr freddy krueger himself uh cassandra peterson uh, elvira and uh i know rain wilson was uh, there as well, and but I don't. I think that uh, Elvira, she was Cassandra. She was only there Saturday and Sunday. Uh, maybe Rain Wilson the same, but either way, you know, you're always getting a lot of people coming to see Freddy Krueger or to see Elvira, and you have them both there, so you're getting a, a hefty uh, group of people. And also, like Rain Wilson, you know, he's been in a few horror things, but you know, of course, the Office fame. I saw a lot of people in their office, you know, wearing office shirts and stuff like that. But of course, you know, he was fish boy in House of a Thousand Corpses. Um, and they had him sitting right by Bill Mosley, who was, you know, uh, in that in those uh, in that movie and the in the other sub- subsequent movies that came after that uh, from Rob Zombie. And um, 
so they were actually right next to each other, which I thought was pretty cool. But yeah, it was it was a lot of uh, people for you know fandom for those those people that were there. Uh, so Friday started out pretty busy. I remember going out through the front to uh, we went to the bar to have shots before I uh, have a couple shots because our, our homies in Creep Cake and Toxic Doom were there. Shouts out, guys. We all went to have a, a shot or two before the floor, floor officially opened, and uh, we did. And there was a, a lot, pretty decent, hefty line building up. So I, I was like, all right, cool. This is looking good. Um, so, you know, uh, VIP, of course, they, they think that was like a half hour earlier, and then, then the floor opens. And it got it got pretty pretty packed pretty fast. Um, kind of a shorter night, 6 to 11 was the, uh, was the, the time that it ran. Five hours the evening it just it goes by really quick um and uh I guess I'm so used to them starting at four uh when they on the Fridays mo- the majority of them I guess so starting at six feels like a like you're getting away with something you know it's like oh so a little late you know hey baby don't mind me I'll just slip in the back uh but uh so we had a good night Friday but you know no no big partying or anything like that um of course I was very close to my very good friends. Uh, Mark and Joe from Bloodbound Books, we had quite a bit of fun. They were, check this shit out. Okay, so where their table was, they're, um, there's the, they're, they're right against the wall between these two doors that, that lead to the men's room. Now, I know that sounds a lot worse than it probably was, uh, but last year the bathroom was open right there, but they, they had kind of a space where people could walk and all this shit. This time they like put other booths over there. They kind of like, sequestered off that bathroom and it was closed for the event like you could you had to go out of the you know to the how hallway bathrooms like a plebeian or something i uh since they had their little table blocking it um mark and joe they let me uh squeeze in and out you know kind of when i had to go in there and it was like my own private uh you know masturbatory cocaine den in there you know i'm like doing sidekicks i'm peeing in all the urinals just like going down the line, making them all flush and stuff. I'm, you know, just talking to myself and singing and just do it. It's great. What a great thing to have. I told Scarlett, I was like, don't you fuck up. Don't give me a private anything because it's it's on like craziness, you know. I, I But now I, I was like, man, I wonder if I could get it to get to a point where it's like, oh, no, John Wayne's contract is right or he's got to have a private bathroom in the in the showroom. You know, we just have it like locked off for me like kind of like a george costanza situation but uh it was a big ass bathroom too i mean like at least i don't know maybe nine or ten urinals on the wall and then and then a decent amount of stalls i would say at least six stalls going down the wall too it's like a long one a long boy uh bathroom so it wasn't like i had, it was a little tiny space like oh it's like no it's like a big king size bathroom we were in there just you know it, it was amazing. So uh, but maybe the highlight of the convention, to be quite honest with you, private bathroom, who knows? But uh, we didn't do anything Friday night. Uh, we just kind of went back to our back to the rooms, just chilled. Uh, I, I think it still was late because just you still end up like before, even if you don't try, you try not to go out or like, I'm not going to party tonight. You know, when something ends at 11, you're wrapping up, you're kind of talking, you're doing this, you get back to the room and you're like, how does it become one o'clock so fast? I don't know. But, uh, you know, I think we got to bed around then. Saturday, got up, got our shit together, headed out there. Um, I, uh, of course, you know, I just from my own experience, I, I took a, a few uh, boomers, some mushrooms, as they say, in that early morning hours before the doors open there. And um, 
uh, had a great time. It was awesome. Now it was, uh, yeah, I had some mushrooms that were, they were very nice and, uh, made the day quite, quite enjoyable. Uh, but Saturday was great, man. So many awesome people came through. I gotta say shouts out to, to Sarah and her, her dad, uh, just so many awesome people, Guillermo, William, uh, all, all, I, I can't even remember everybody. Uh, so I'm not, I'm going to stop trying to name people actually right now, but shouts out to everybody who came by the table. Saturday was just like a rip rocking day, uh, long day. It felt like a long day, uh, till like seven, I, I believe. And so we, we get through that, uh, you know, steady, nice, nice day, uh, had so many awesome conversations. It was, it was really great. And we, uh, we end up, oh, get this shit. We end up getting like, oh, we got we should get a bottle of whiskey, you know, sent to us. So we, you know, we order, Scarlett orders, the lovely Scarlett orders this whiskey, sends it to the Phoenix Renaissance Hotel. Um, the lady calls to say, yes, I'm here at the front to come, come meet me for your whiskey. And she does. And, and she comes back and she has no whiskey. And I'm like, what happened? And she had accidentally sent her to the other renaissance hotel in downtown phoenix not in glendale where we were but this wonderful uh driver i don't know what service she worked for but one of the delivery services drove it all the way to the other hotel for us and we gave her a nice little tip for that but uh it was pretty funny that we were i got like oh you know scarlet's like it's here i'll be right back i had my mouth all ready for whiskey and then she comes back no whiskey but we did get the whiskey and then i drank it all um but that's a different story uh but after this floor closed it was uh this you know we this is where the whole uh the podcast i was talking about earlier in the show comes into play um mark and joe we agreed we're going to do a podcast after the after the the, the floor closes. Um, let's go on up there. We go up to their room. We end up like drinking a lot of whiskey and bullshitting with people beforehand for a little for probably a long while. So it felt like uh, we go up to the room to do it. There's like 11 people in the room or something like that. Uh, but that podcast, <clears throat> like I said, it will come out next week unless it's just completely uh, whatever. I don't know unless I thought it was good and I listened to it and I'm like this is crap uh but lots of fun love talking to those guys uh we had some special guests in there you can listen to pop in and out and um it it was a lot of fun but we did that podcast and then of course it was pretty late and we drank all this whiskey we were feeling pretty fine uh so we ended up going back to the room uh again it was I think it was like three or something I was like god damn it uh like, how does that keep happening to me? Uh, but anyway, we, we did get back and, and crash out. Sunday got up. Um, you know, we weren't staying. Like, usually I'll stay till Monday a lot of times and, and get get up and drive mon- Monday morning. But, you know, we're so close to home. Uh, we don't. I'm not going to do that. So, you know, the floor closed at 5 on Sunday. I'm like, hey, man, that's, that's easy, you know, to do. So get up there Sunday. Uh, again, it was pretty packed like cause, because you have uh, Cassandra and – she's only there Saturday and Sunday. So there's immediately a tremendous, huge line down the middle of the convention center area for her that lasted not as long as it did the day before, but man, it was a pretty nice thick, long line going down there for quite a bit. Uh, but Sunday was great. I was a little tired, a little worse for the wear, but still looking cute. Uh, no, we, we had a great time. Great Sunday. Um, 
you know, we got to see, hey, Chad, shouts out to you, security uh, guard to the stars, uh, good buddy of ours. Jake, you know, I got to give you a shout out, my man. I love you so much. Jake with Scares of Care uh, coming through, hanging out at the Scares of Care table. And um, it was just a great time. Uh, Sunday, it was just, it just felt like, uh, first I was like, oh man, when is it going to be five o'clock? Uh, but then I was like, oh shit, it's five o'clock already. Uh, you know how those things go. But uh, yeah, again, dude, this loadout situation. Wow, what a great thing. I cannot tell you. I parked just, I mean, this is a perfect, this is, now that I'm thinking about this, this is a lot of George Costanza things. You know, he was very enamored with finding the best, like when he got good parking and having private bathrooms. So I don't know, maybe this is a little Costanza-ism from me or whatever, but man, I was parked beautifully right outside that door. Just walk out the door. I mean, we're talking like 50 feet, 100 feet maybe from from my car, from my table to my car door. It was just like right out the right out the hallway to the door right there, right out the door to my car. It was it was amazing. And I know you're like, "John Wayne, what, why is that so exciting to you?" I don't know. I don't know, but it is. It's really exciting. I guess it's just cuz from loading in and out of so many places and not just with conventions with bands also if don't don't discount that since i was 16 years old i've been loading shit in and out of like clubs and and you know now conventions of these last few years and it's just never ends so when you get that primo just when it when it's when it's so easy as it should be you're like hell yeah man it just really puts a good little cherry on top of the day for you it really does uh but it was sadly time to go. We went, said goodbye to you know, all our friends, all our all our enemies, all our friends, all our frenemies, and all our uh, imaginary frenemies. We we said goodbye to everyone and um, hit the road. It was it was. We got some burritos on the way home. Very good, very good chicken burritos from a place called Burros and Fries. No, bur- Burros and Fries, burritos and fries. <laughs> what a dumbass. Um, something like that. But uh, these are some decent ass burritos. We were trying to get some Filbertos. Because that's what we got last time when we were in Phoenix. And uh, we just couldn't make it happen. There was none close by, none on the way out. Um, so we'll have to make that um, a priority, Filbertos-wise, for next time. But, uh, you know, it was overall great, great convention. Um, as far as things went that I, I saw, everything seemed to run run very well, very smoothly on time, schedule-wise. Uh, everything was a success and it's always good to, you know, on the way out, hug, you know, hug old Cardi there and he's smiling. So, you know, that, uh, things are, you know, as someone who's running the show, you know, he's, things went well, if he's in a good mood, smiling away at you. So I think it went really well. I very much, uh, love this show. I love the Mad Monster Party people and have a great time there always. Uh, of course we'll be there in a couple in August, actually, I believe it's in August. Yeah for uh in north carolina there in charlotte for the uh, mad monster expo and i can't wait to see all my friends and stuff there again i i sadly missed it this time the the main show in february because i was here in vegas doing the show but uh i'll be there uh, i'll be there out there in august and it's gonna be um what a time all right there you go hey my recap a mad monster party in Glendale, Arizona, 2023. Uh, always a pleasure. Thank you guys for listening to another episode. Hey, I appreciate you so much. 
Big shouts out to my Patreon supporters. I couldn't do it without you. You're keeping me alive. Thank you so, so much. If you'd like to, please check out my Patreon at patreon.com slash Dead, or just hit the link when you're at johnwayneisdead.com for all your John Wayne needs, wants, and desires. You can go to the shows page. All my dates are up there. The shop page has all my books, records, all kinds of goodies that I will sign and send you a little extra artwork and everything because I appreciate you so, so, so much. Please don't forget to follow me at TikTok and Twitter and Instagram at John Wayne is Dead uh, and on Facebook at my name, John Wayne Communale. And I will uh, be home for a week here and then I'll be heading to Portland for the ghosts of summer, Portland, Oregon. Um, and I'll look, I look forward to heading back to Portland and, and seeing some people up there. I already talked to John Skip, who uh, we are going to get together for a drink and a smoke. But, um, yeah, it's going to be a great time. So thank you all so, so much, and I will see you next time. (laughs) 